0: The Linguistics Wars by Derim Landek, Ph.D., L'école de Specgram, Istanbul. From Volume 151, Number 1 of Speculative Grammarian, January 2006. As is widely known, though not exhaustively covered in the linguistic, academic, or mainstream press, an unfortunate series of events that have become widely known as the Linguistics Wars unfolded in Montana in the spring of 2005. Over the course of a few days, several devastating attacks were launched between the Montana Morphemic Militia, or M-cubed, a group that has been variously described as a linguistic-oriented paramilitary organization and a military-oriented paralinguistic organization, and the Montana Field Office of the 1st Earth Battalion, or FEB, a formerly secret but still active unit of the U.S. Army established in the late 1970s to exploit paranormal and other alternative forms of military intervention. The M-cubed was formed in 1996 by Elizabeth Kirilice and Karlovitz de la Voivodina, two retired career U.S. Army officers formerly attached to the FEB. A Freedom of Information Act request reveals, in heavily redacted documents, that Lt. Kirilice served as a linguistic advisor and Major de la Voivodina as a technology advisor on Project Nome de Guerre during their time with the FEB. It seems clear, in light of the events comprising linguistic wars, that Kirilice and de la Voivodina liberated key technologies from Nome de Guerre and transferred those technologies to the control of M-Cubed, in particular, the core of the now infamous language bombs. Once the duplicity of the M-cubed founders became clearer to the leaders of the FEB, the U.S. Army made clear their intentions to recover the stolen technology and shut down M-cubed. Kiriliche, De La Voivadina, and others in the M-cubed leadership took the offensive and detonated the first language bomb at the FEB Montana Field Office headquarters. FEB retaliated in kind with a language bomb strike on the M-cubed compound. Counter-strikes, counter-counter-strikes, offensive initiatives, and defensive attacks followed from both sides, each seemingly more injurious than the last, though none critically crippling to either side. Below are excerpts taken from contemporary primary sources, including reports from local print and broadcast media, documents internal to both M-cubed and the FEB, and others. Because of their uncertain geographic location and general lack of grammaticality, blog posts reporting on incidents are considered unreliable indicators of the effects of the language bombs. April 1, 2005. A determiner disruptor was dropped by M-cubed on FEB headquarters. From an internal FEB memo that day small language bomb
1: seems to have been detonated at battalion MT headquarters, rendering many battalion staff incapable of using most determiners. In the usual style of military communication, effects seem to be minimal, and key channels have not been disrupted. Current military group M cubed has claimed responsibility, but is unconfirmed at present time.
0: Unfortunately, this memo was initially interpreted as an April Fool's joke not taken seriously by most FEB officials. April 2, 2005. A vorpal deverbulator was prematurely detonated at the FEB main gate, killing the M-cubed operative who attempted to deliver the language bomb. Nonetheless, many of the expected effects were felt throughout the FEB offices. From an internal FEB email.
1: Second, more sophisticated language bomb detonates at Battalion MT headquarters today. Determiners still missing, but now staff only use simple present verb forms. Compound verbs and other tenses missing. Copula missing as well. Bomb damages gerunds for some speakers. Communication's complicated, but judicious use of time adverbials compensates. CO suspects M-cubed and suggests retaliation.
0: Clearly, the severity of the threat from M-cubed had become clear to FEB by this time. April 3rd, 2005. A pronoun impactor was dropped on the M-cubed compound by the FEB. From Elizabeth Kerliche's personal diary.
1: First Earth has fought back. Clearly First Earth is weak, in that the only bomb First Earth could concoct has destroyed pronouns. Ha! Like Elizabeth or M-cubed really need pronouns. Interactions are mildly delayed by the lack, but the lack hardly disrupts communication. Many of M-cubed's Morphemista allies are suggesting a switch to Spanish, which is ProDrop. Ha! M-cubed will prevail.
0: April 5th, 2005. In the morning, FEB launched a plurals pounder at M-cubed. M-cubed retaliated in the afternoon with an agreement randomizer. For the first time, it becomes clear that the effects of attacks on both sides are affecting the general populace. From a regional newspaper's April 5th Evening Edition. Many local resident today reports exceptionally odd speaking behavior from many local resident and many local resident's neighbor. Seems that residents' variability to speak residents' native language deteriorates. Many resident blame
1: multiple explosion reports by some at local U.S. Army post and also in forest near known paramilitary
0: compound. Nothing clear at current time, though. April 9th, 2005. A series of rapid volleys between M-cubed and the FEB followed over the next three or four days. Many believe, based on De La lab notes, that the extreme vowel harmonizer that detonated near the FEB launch facility was directed toward M-cubed by the FEB, but exploded on launch. That claim has never been proven. What is known is that a prepositional movement cluster bomb and a semi-benign Bjorker fell in the M-cubed compound during this time. A turret time bomb and a non-restrictive pseudo-random move alpha demodulator affected FEB headquarters. From an FUB internal email from April 8th.
1: Damn communiocosions becomes more severely over course of last few fucking days' damage. Become damn nightmare command and control and orders routinely misunderstands or completely and fucking comprehensible. Shit. Our attempts at counterattacks less than maximally productive as seem fucking superior to ours their technology.
0: From De La Voivodina's lab notes of April 9th. While M-Cube's technological
1: sophistication increases, First Earth's response to the bomb M-Cube devices seem more and more like your pale copy. Clearly M-Cube crippled First Earth's technical ability, Your and of robust innovation any chance First Earth had when Elizabeth and Karlovitz left. your No single government should wield the power First Earth does. With M-Cube's latest advance from a weapon, M-Cube is but one step and a half, which may well for the whole First Earth battalion give the coup de grace.
0: Your, 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 your. From the transcript of a local news broadcast the morning of April 10th.
1: Of person thousand. Yesterday, Bjork begins area fling <coughs> after hear news that between local ofus of U.S. Armus, Fatal One First Earth, oh, an infamous linguistic paramilitary group known as Shitty Montana Morpho Morphomuk <coughs> Militia Linguistic Bjork War breaks out. Of conflict, Fukong horrible side effects speaks damn English to many persons. Ability to include irreparable damage. Of both damn Swedish and Fukong turkish Torus Bjurk in both native languages. Bjurk visiting groups reports odd effects. Also, April 15,
0: thousand five. After several days of quiet, another series of fusillade and counterfusillade of language bombs flew between the two camps. Records may indicate that an ultimate intensifier, a cluster reducer, a liquid melter, and a triller to Demax fell on M-cubed, while a compulsory inverter, morphemic atomizer, and nuclear onset reduplicator hit FEB. No reliable written records internal to either combatant exist from after these attacks. However, at this point, the local populace was beyond panic, and local authorities had halted all non-essential activities everywhere. The only known example of the after-effects of some of these attacks comes from an emergency transponder set up by the local government on April 13th. Who here and fkong comprehends the d- message to anyone? Between uh, almu base here, york, and group of shitty sylvuvarusut, ringuist, york, concentrator, compolot, are out war. Many persons dem ringuage, york, and many persons fkong arrives dem armu base, and many kong mm, survivalist linguist deseteries. <laughs> <laughs> A rough translation is as follows. To anyone who hears and comprehends this message, there's an all-out war going on between the army base here and a group of survivalist linguists. They have destroyed many people's language, as well as their lives. We are helpless victims caught in the crossfire. Please alert the federal authorities and send help immediately." This sad message repeated for four more days before the federal government finally stepped in to help. At this point, the exact sequence of events becomes very unclear. There are theories that the rapid language changes interacted in unpredictable ways in the language centers of the people affected, or that the direct effects of the language bombs overlap to create new effects. Wavelet theories of grammaticalization have been invoked to explain the snippets of mangled language that escaped the affected area, as have the heisenberg ungrammaticality principle, phoneme-morpheme duality, syntactic synergism, and others. April 19, 2005. Eventually, U.S. military brass attempted to take control of the situation by threatening both sides of the confrontation with annihilation from tactical nukes. By that time, the effects of the language bombs were so severe that neither side could properly comprehend the threat, and neither stepped down. A dynamic dyslexifier, identified by the mangle remains, was launched but shot down by a Patriot missile. A similar fate befell a diachronic deleter, a synchronic scrambler, and no less than three phonetic filibusters. But over 100 more weapons were launched, and the contents of their payloads will never be known because the final weapon deployed was a blank slate. Conspiracy theorists like to suggest that the federal government launched the blank slate to end the conflict, but there is no good evidence to support this position. Most arguments for laying the launch of the blank slate at the doorstep of either M-Cubed or the FEB come down to which side one favors, and whether one considers the blank slate to be the most awesomely destructive linguistic weapon ever used on civilians, or the only hope for the salvation of the horribly damaged minds of those civilians. Some cite De La Voivodina's lab notes of April 9th, and his obvious paraphrase of Norbert Wiener as evidence of some ultimate weapon in the making, but history will never truly know for sure. The blank slate effectively reset the language centers of all it affected to their pre-critical period state. Without the framework of language, all detailed memories of the incident faded from the minds of those on both sides, as well as all local civilians and some of the less well-shielded federal troops. International linguistic aid agencies, including the red Palato-Alveolar clique and linguists without borders, stepped in to provide emergency assistance and retraining in local dialects of English. The rehabilitation continues to this day. No charges have been brought against members of either side of the conflict, as all have been deemed incompetent to stand trial by a panel of government linguists. Clearly, there is much to learn, linguistically and politically, from the folly of these linguistic wars, and learn we must, lest we be doomed to repeat this tragedy.